For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We're talking about podcasts. We're talking about itty bitty podcasts. A podcast. Merry Mini Monday, Chunkies. I'm Carter. Doge and Jordan. Sorry about that rough start on that. We had <laughs> talked, we deliberated on how we're going to do that Mini Monday, and I just missed that first note real bad. <laughs> <laughs> Missed it real bad, but then I came back and slowly recovered and ultimately ended it. up winning. I love that vibe. Um, I it was like was, there was like this Jordan mirage, and it looked like <laughs> Jordan was going to take that mini Monday, but then you came oh, back. Guys, Goodness. I don't get it. I don't understand. <laughs> um, we have a few, we've got a few bits of news here. And Disney Plus, I'm not going to say Disney Plus is making a comeback because financially Disney is is far from that. Um, but we do have, have, have all of these boys on this podcast seen Mando uh, episode one, season two? Yes, we sir. have. We have. I, I, the last thing I would want to do is give away anything. How do y'all feel? Did you say season one, episode two or season no, two? I said season, one? I think I said episode one, season two. I said I'm in that okay. order. Gotcha. But reverse. I have how, seen episode one of season and how also do, season two of episode one. Do we encourage people to watch uh, the Mandalorian season two, big time, big yeah. time, yeah, 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 yeah. Same here. I, I don't think we should. Away. Yeah, I don't want to give anything away. I do want to say though, I'll give you a big hint. Baby Groot's back, and he is Baby Groot is back doing his thing, man. Um, John Favreau already had a pretty impressive budget for a streaming television show, but it seems as though Ooh, it has quadrupled that, that at least for episode one of season two. <laughs> that budget two, got big. That budget got really big. So and can I, I be honest? Was, I, I, yeah. hadn't, I hadn't thought about Mandalorian really since I, not a whole lot since I turned it off last. I mean, not on purpose or anything, not because I just liked it. It just, I moved on to other things when I, and I, it's not that I wasn't excited for this season. I just, again, hadn't really thought much about it. Kind of forgot yeah. that it was coming back this year. When I started the episode and got the, like I was just I looked at Callie and I was like oh wait hold on I love this show <laughs> yeah I was sitting there and you know even though ultimately I enjoyed the movie theater experiences of episode seven eight nine and there sure. was some there was definitely some shining points to having that series Kylo um yes certain characters that we got um certain scenes and I was thinking about Disney buying Star Wars. And if the only thing that comes from that, that honestly feels really good is the Mandalorian and it continues to go at this and pace. Hopefully and hopefully the Obi-Wan series actually happens. And I'm saying like, I think what we, what we might find is that our best stories in this galaxy far, far away are told on a television, like a TV yeah, show. They're serialized. Coming full serialized. Circle. 
right? Because yeah. that was the inspiration for Star Wars was the old thing, like the Flash Gordon serials and things like that. And I think Star Wars just works better on TV. I think the, <laughs> the best things that Disney has done for Star Wars are the Mandalorian, Clone Wars season seven. Rebels is fantastic. Right. Like there's just yeah. the, I don't, the episodic nature of that stuff gets is way better for Star Wars for me. Yeah. I don't want to take credit away where credit is due, though. I'm starting to think that anything fantasy sci-fi in the hands of John Favreau is going to be a guaranteed slam dunk. He's a genre fiction boy for sure. Yeah. Like he he really is impressive. Yeah. If you're definitely- interested in the like the behind the scenes, the kind of the how they made uh, Mandalorian season one, the Disney Plus. The Mandalorian Gallery. It's like this roundtable discussion with all the creatives involved in The Mandalorian. Taika that to me, and- yeah, I know. I think that is what pushed the show over the edge for me. From like, I I liked it last year. It was pretty good. To like now understanding really what they're going for. One of the things that that uh, Dave Filoni says in that show, he was like, our whole approach to The Mandalorian is that. Our older brother has all the cool action figures. He has Han and Chewie and Luke. And so we're stuck with Tuscan Raiders and Gamorrean Guards and Jawas. But we have this one Boba Fett figure and we painted him silver because that's cooler. And so now we're just telling stories with our second tier action figures that we have. And that's exactly, to me, that's like the perfect description. As somebody who grew up with some second tier Star Wars action figures, I really appreciate that. Yeah. That's awesome. I, the, I had all the this, cool action figures, so I don't yeah, know what I you're talking about. You are my <laughs> older story. brother. Silver yeah, spoon. <laughs> yeah, I had a life-size Boba Fett. So. <laughs> my dad's yeah, Boba Fett. Tamira Morrison yeah. and I just hung out all the time. So like, <laughs> uh, This is not the end, obviously, of the Star Wars streaming content. Because not only do we get the, the remaining seven episodes of The Mandalorian to look forward to, uh, the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special, which yeah, is I'll just probably under an hour. I'm probably no. I'm definitely going to watch that. That's a fun trailer. I'm friends. If y'all haven't seen that, that. I think anytime. And here's. It's funny that we started talking about Star Wars action figures. Just the influence of I think toys on the movie business in general, but the fact that all of a sudden, like Legos, which are little bricks, are associated with humor when you put it into the movie realm. Like you know, if it's a Lego movie of any kind, it's going to have a funny. pretty kitschy spin on things but yeah lego star wars is a fun franchise to play um and so i'm, I'm excited for the lego star wars holiday special i watched the trailer mainly to try and see if they're going to do like rip off things from <laughs> the actual, the actual one we watched <laughs> last year the, the actual one and if they are they didn't give it away uh in the trailer but if but chewbacca's dad is not watching vr um <laughs> pornography then i don't think i'm interested (laughs) (laughs) you kind of like chew on that a little bit before you decide to say it you're like yeah i'm gonna go ahead and say it because that's exactly uh so good you're you're not sugarcoating that that's exactly what happened um a few other streams that i have uh consumed recently and then i'm gonna ask y'all what's streaming like if there's any new things um Netflix has branched out uh, around the time of Castlevania. There's a there's a couple of other anime movie uh, anime shows that they've done that I've been to an, to an extent impressed. It's interesting to have American anime, um, and there's definitely kind of the OG stuff that I appreciate more. But uh, there is a show out right now called The Blood of Zeus. I don't know if anybody has heard that. I've mm-hmm. seen the trailer for it, but yeah, I binged and watched all of that. It's a couple of it's made by a couple of Greek uh, brothers. That went in and produced this, and the animation is super impressive. 
Um, it is just, I mean, it's, it's MA, TV MA for like gore and stuff, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's TV a really interesting, yeah. really, really interesting spin on some of that. Uh, Doge, especially you might, you might, uh, I was about to ask, you might enjoy <laughs> Do you think it'll make me take out my big Greek mythology book from it, our It certainly episode? will. It had it me dive feel in. Like and- it is difficult to make you take that book out. Yeah, I'm on a hair trigger with that guy, I guess, <laughs> aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, The Blood of Zeus is eight episodes, and it's been pretty good. Uh, Chelsea and I have also been watching um, Mrs. America uh, with Kate Blanchett. Okay. Uh, that, that is on Hulu, uh, and it is about the Equal Rights Amendment, uh, and it is... Uh, Super impressive. I think it's really good. You've got Rose Byrne. You've got a ton of people that are in that. But we had watched, um, you know, when, when the Golden Globes had come out and, or it might've been the Emmys when there was just a million like acting nominations for that yeah. movie. Like literally everyone that was in that was getting nominated. We were like, let's check it out. And it has, it's not disappointed. And so we've, we've really enjoyed <laughs> that. But other than that, what's you, what's you guys streaming? Um, I, I am... As far as my own solo personal time, working my way through Rebels, uh, <coughs> quite enjoying it. Uh, as far as Fun. a show that we were watching together, we're going back through Shit's Creek um, just to verify that it is in fact flawless. So far, I'm happy to report it is flawless. <laughs> um, we're also watching through, <clears throat> I'm getting choked up about it. Um, <laughs> we're watching through The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, it's so good. Very it's so good. good. It's so good. I'm ready for a new season. I am as well. What um, about you, Jordan? Yeah, we are. We just finished back to back Hill House and Bly Manor, both for the first time. I've got some other friends that are doing that. Um, really fantastic. Really, really great. Even um, Bly Manor. I like. I like Bly Manor a lot. Hill House. So we watched Hill House for the first time. Hill House was unbelievable. Yeah, um, so I, he- I hear that Hill House is better from almost anybody that's seen them both. But it, it definitely was better. I haven't. Yeah, definitely I think I'm ready better. though. I'm fine. I've, I've been like getting in the in the like more horror mood. I'm going through all the A24 stuff, and I yeah. think mm-hmm. if you can handle that, you can probably handle. I definitely think that I've seen I've seen both Hill House and Hereditary, and can say with utter and complete confidence that it's not even <laughs> a close race. And if you can handle Hereditary, I didn't find Hill House all that scary. I it was just so good. The whole way through. But yeah, so we really enjoyed that. Um, And honestly, we're kind of in a holding pattern until all of the like holiday baking and stuff like that hits. We're trying, we're kind of hesitant to get too invested in anything too deep. So right now we're just going back through. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So much holiday blank, whatever it is. can't wait for the baking championship. Have y'all watched Halloween Wars? Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. It's actually sucks. I so don't bad, like it, but I'd like to watch it. Yeah. I've I've watched several episodes and I can agree. Like I got excited to say that I've watched something you've watched and then immediately <laughs> agreed with like a grimace. That, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not the best produced. <laughs> but we've been doing we've been going back through Harry Potter because we haven't watched <laughs> it since our uh since our series on it. And so Oh, two years ago. Yeah, so we Gally really, really loves those movies, and I, I like them a lot too. And so we, we're just we're on Deathly Hallows Part One. That's our next one. So we're almost done. I know what happens. I'm not gonna. I won't spoil it. Please don't spoil it. Please don't spoil it. Please don't spoil it. Have either of y'all seen Tenet yet? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I haven't either, and I think it's because we don't have it for stream yet. The the rumor is in December, Tenet oh. will finally come to a streaming platform. Nice. Uh, we had. Uh, there had been rumors, and then I think officially Christopher Nolan had said that ultimately he was uh, disappointed in 
the amount of money that it was able to make. What? Uh, no, theaters. how could that no be? Way. But it's it was a, a totally bad idea year. to do that. Yeah, he was pretty. He was pretty bummed about that. He was pretty bummed about that. And then um, I, I think the rest of these big blockbuster movies that keep shifting around to different dates uh, were obviously moving because they noticed. I think it feels like Chris kind of took a little bit of a bullet here to have a big blockbuster hit the screens. And then everybody was watching closely and said, you know what, maybe that's not a good idea. Yeah. Uh, have y'all heard about the uh, no time to die price tag? No. Every month about costs that? a million dollars or something like that. Well, yeah. You mean in terms of like, in terms of delaying it. Yeah. Yes. And they, at this point there were, there had been offers from streaming platforms and they had been in negotiations uh, but ultimately, we're asking for like no less than six hundred million. I saw even one report of four hundred million for a pl- for a streaming platform to buy it to wow. have it. Wow! And and people are still even then are saying uh, people on the No Time to Die team are saying no, we're not going to do that. We're just going to wait a whole year or whatever it is. So wow, Jeez. it's so, so interesting. It, it, to will, me, it's I, like it's it it is. I get that movies are a business. I understand all of that, but to me, it's like don't. And I'm fine. If you want to, if you want to delay, that's your call, you know, delay away. But the, the hemming and hawing and the, the frustration when it doesn't work out for you, it's like, I have no sympathy whatsoever. It's like, it's, a, it's kind of a bird in the hand to in the bush situation to me where it's like, you, you could have this now and you, you might have to wait until 2023 to open this on all your big movie screens. Yeah. Right. And I, and again, I get it. I'm not, I would, I'm not pointing a finger of blame at any uh, production company that wants to delay a movie. I totally understand. It is the back end of the like, oh, nobody saw it. What are we going to do? We're in trouble. Where it's like, yeah, obvi- that's what everybody told you. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's and I, a lot of surprise to Pikachu. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, I would say in, in some kind of relative confidence, I mean, I'm confident. Like we're going to... For the movie watcher out there, for for the big type time movie fan, all these movies that you've anticipated seeing that have been moved back, you're going to see them someday. We oh, just course. don't necessarily know via what platform. Many of them are shooting for the theater, obviously. Um, but can you imagine the pressure of the people coming up with the vaccine for coronavirus? Do you know how much of a they game changer that is so financially bad. for the world? I think movies are maybe the bottom of the thing. That's what I'm about. saying. I know. I'm thinking of that <laughs> yeah. as like a multi-billion dollar industry that is directly affected by yeah. if if people feel more comfortable to leave their homes, much less go inside a theater with crowded you know, seats. So it's like the world's just kind of waiting to spend all its money again. If it has it. Um, <laughs> if you, if you, if the vaccine was available right now, but you had to get it in your butt cheek, would you get it? Mm. That's probably where most vaccines have gone for me. You're crazy, man. I would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> Before this podcast turns into something completely different, which this is my fault. I think it has many times, so we can survive that. Uh, we we lost, the movie world lost a legend um, recently, about a week ago. Sean Connery passed uh, at the age of 90 years old. You know, Sean Connery had just been a part of uh, A Star Was Born for us um, just very recently. I think within the last yeah, probably in August, few months, years, I think. September, yeah, he was yeah. back in August in the summertime. Uh, and I wanted to do just, just a quick Your Four, just to kind okay. of um, honor that legacy a little bit. I know that um, maybe between the three of us, I don't know who's the, the bigger fan. Sean Connery was... 
Sean Connery feels like a horcrux of my father. And that's like the second one that I've lost in the last few, because like Andy Griffith was one. And then now Sean Connery, just these connections I had with my dad in terms of admiration for certain people. uh, And some that I see, you know, tiny qualities every now and then that I would see of like maybe my dad had picked up. Right. Uh, from being like a young viewer and then having that be a part of who he became. But Sean Connery so, for me is like how I feel about the Beatles where it's like, I can appreciate the contribution, but I don't consume the art that yeah, frequently. Yeah. I think that's a lot of people too. I think, you know, some people might know some people's <laughs> biggest memory of Sean Connery, maybe not be him at all. It might be Daryl Hammond as Sean Connery on, you know, celebrity, celebrity jeopardy. jeopardy. You know, exactly. he's also been a caricature for a long time. Yeah. Uh, but I want to do a quick, your four favorite Sean Connery roles. And uh, I don't mind to start. And I'll actually, I think I'll go four to one. Yeah. Um, but number four for me. So he plays a character called Jim Malone in The Untouchables. And if you have not seen The Untouchables, uh, I highly recommend. You've got um, uh, Robert De Niro as Al Capone in that movie. But it's nice. basically about these, this ragtag crew that's trying to bring down Capone. Um, but this was uh, Sean Connery's only Oscar win oh, wow. uh, was supporting actor uh, as, as, as Jim Malone in this movie. So I highly recommend it, but that's, that's number four for me. Everybody has holes and gaps in their movie knowledge. Um, for Carter, it was obviously luck of the Irish. He hadn't seen that until last week. <laughs> for me, it's, Every Sean Connery movie. Um, I can name two Sean Connery roles. One of them I like more than the other. That's fine. Uh, you don't have to. I would almost rather y'all just give me your top two. Like what no, did you- I have four. I've okay. only seen I've only seen him in two movies. I've not seen a single Sean Connery James Bond. The only James Bond I've seen is Skyfall. That's crazy. Um, That's the only James Bond wild. at all you've seen ever? Yeah. I can oh, talk about you, this. We've definitely uh, anyone who's this. interested, I could give like a little curated list of Sean Connery bonds. You don't need to see them all, but I can definitely give you three that are worth yeah. it. That I think, I think I'd enjoy. like that very much because right now my second favorite Sean Connery role is going to have to be as the voice of the dragon in Dragonheart. Do you guys remember that? 1996 Dragonheart nominated for an Academy yeah. Award for Best Visual Effects. <laughs> That's not we watched the Christian that. Bale movie. There's a different Christian Bale movie. With Christian Dragons, Bale right? movie is not called Dragonheart. It's Dragon something. Where they, that one they, had they, Matt McGonaghy. Yeah. That one's really yeah. Fun. Ground. yeah, that one's really fun. Dragonheart is... Uh, I know. I definitely know what you're talking about with Dragonheart. Dennis Quaid is like the, the main Dude, human character. Dennis yes. Quaid. We watched he, this in <laughs> high school history class one time. Why? One because it's kind of historic. It is sure, not. Dragons. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's medieval, sort of. So, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Look, in no particular order, my... Sean, my f- first one of mine is uh, Professor Henry Jones, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh, hey, that's my number one. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, I figured it was. That's also my number one, TBH. Yep. Ooh. Yep. Yeah, I, I think him as Professor Henry Jones. I was talking with somebody about this. I can't remember. But when they cast A-list actor to play father of A-list actor, like you hear that mm. phrase and you're like, money grab. Yeah. But somehow- Works. I was works immediately really convinced well. that Sean Connery was Harrison Ford's dad. <laughs> And I was just cool with it. But yeah, Henry, Henry Ford. Henry it Ford? helped that his first, his first words, uh, Sean Connery's first words in that movie is when he's like, you falsified the documents and you switched the vaccines. And so it was like, <laughs> oh yeah, no, there he is. 
My number three is John Patrick Mason. So this is a character. And again, I've got another Sean Connery movie for you, Doge. You said you've only seen it. Have you seen The Rock? No. Okay. You need I've only to seen watch. him in Fast and Furious and like Moana and stuff. Sure. You need to I, watch. I smell what he's cooking pretty frequently. The Rock. The Rock is very likely for me. And I won't die on that hill, but this is going to be something that I will push for if we ever do another Dad or Day afternoon. The Rock is very much uh, a TNT, like on every weekend kind good. of show. They know uh, a mild mannered chemist and an ex con. The mild mannered chemist, by the way, is Nicolas Cage. Uh, mild mannered is not a phrase I would use to describe <laughs> Nicholas Cage. A mild mannered chemist and an ex con must lead the counter strike when a rogue group of military men led by a renegade general threaten a nerve gas attack from Alcatraz. Yeah, I knew it against had to be San Francisco. Alcatraz. It's called The Rock because they're defending Alcatraz. Very Ed good. Harris is the is the villain in that. And it is a blast. I mean, on IMDB, it's a 7.4. So maybe it doesn't belong in Dad or Day Afternoon. That's too good of a rating. <laughs> no, uh, Die Hard has like an 8.1. It's okay. But like John Patrick Mason is a, doesn't give any cares. Uh, he's just there to like, I don't know. He's, he's interesting. It's pretty I fun. It. It's a blast. Uh, any Doge, others for you? Doge tapped his list. So I'm going to keep going on mine. Yeah, no, I'm out. I'm out of Sean Connery <laughs> roles. Um, uh, I, I never remember how to pronounce the last name. It, it, I don't remember if it's Ramius or Ramius, but Marco Ramius, The Hunt for Red October with uh, Alec Baldwin. Dude, that should have, yeah. That, that was either that or The Rock for me, yeah. but that's great. Um, and I'm going to burn through my last two because yours are real and mine are not. Uh, from Russia with Love, specifically on the PlayStation 2. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is his likeness. I don't know if it's his voice, but it is his likeness Ooh. in that game. <laughs> and then I've never seen it, but the song from Workaholics makes me laugh. So Entrapment with Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> she dips beneath lasers. She does dip beneath the lasers. That's hilarious. Yeah, my last one to mention, though it wasn't my favorite role of his, was, was Sean Connery as James Bond. Um, if it gives you any more influence to want to go watch a few of his early, I would only watch his early James Bonds. I think he did five or six. I can't remember. Um is because Sean Connery was getting so tired of the gadgets. He thought they were so <laughs> ridiculous and he was like so ready to be out. He was some somehow some kind of James Bond purist and was like, no, this is stupid. All the Q stuff is ridiculous. Why does this fly? He's like, I'm out. If y'all do this anymore, I'm out. And they did it more and he left. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's our that's our Sean Connery uh your four uh or two favorite roles. And we've got we've got some soul searching to do maybe on this podcast. Uh, and we've got to go do do some of our our Sean Connery research. Maybe I've I just got to go it. watch Dragonheart again. I, I forgot it, but I think, how much I think this we're movie friends rules. And, yeah, I want to find out what that other dragon movie was. Reign of Fire. Yeah, Reign of, of Fire. Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually a blast. That movie's so fun. It's really bad, but it's awesome. It's so and awesome. I actually remember the CG being really great for the time period that it came out in. When was the last time you watched that movie? I mean, it's been a long time, but keep in mind I probably watched it, it like six out. or seven years ago, and it is still so fun. Um, I'm going to do something incredibly cruel today. Mm. I'm very sorry for this. No, don't do it. So we're going to play extra credit today to end this episode. With Xenon? No, 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 no. Oh. I'm gonna, I, it, it's not much better, <laughs> but I am going to give you the entirety of our DCOM series. Oh, my God. Oh my goodness gracious. To play extra credit. I only... I only do this because the opportunities you have to lose, yes, they are great and even greater maybe in an in a already hard game. But 
if you pull this off, you might thank me to even put us through this, <laughs> that, that impossible task. You know, there's always this, this training montage so in some of these movies with the mentor and the mentee. Yeah. <laughs> is that what our relationship is? And they're like, you can't do that. But then when you finally can, when Mulan gets all the way to the top of that giant column, yes, it was worth it. <laughs> when Mulan like runs all the way up those stairs in Philadelphia. Yes. <laughs> Love you, Philly. Love you, Philly. Um, so let's do it. So we our whole <laughs> we've got, series. We've got the luck of the Irish. We've got Xenon. I always want to say warrior princess. It's not. <laughs> it's not. It's a girl of the 21st century. We have smart house and we have, which might be where you get the, the really, the goods. Yeah. High school musical. I mean, we have to, it's going to be high school musical, right? Like it's gotta who? be, it's gotta be high school musical. We could get, uh, Katie Seagal from smart house. You no, got we Raven name, and we could name two things. Of, we could name Smart oh, House true. and Sons of Anarchy for Katie Seagal. Yeah. And we could get Raven from like Raven Simone, which sure. we did. So that's um, a Raven. And what else? Eric Von Detten pretty, seems like a slam dunk that everybody seems to be uh, overlooking. <laughs> uh, you you know, want to use Brink too? Well, do you want to have mean, our Patreon? We are doing Brink. So, I mean, okay, yeah, seems then like we'll do that. Fine. Seems like maybe it makes we did sense. exclude we did exclude our last Patreon episode from this game last time we played it. Didn't we do that because it made it too easy though? <laughs> I mean, I don't know that that would have made it easier, but Hemsworth? oh, because it had Hemsworth in there, it had had Thor in it. I'm fine to include Brink. Let's include Brink. Let's include Brink. Okay. That's what you want to start say. with. Well, it's got to be Efron. Hudgens, it's got to be Efron that we start with. Let's start with Zatch. Zatch Efron. Uh, for those of you that have never heard extra credit before, it's great. It's great. Yeah, we have, I was going to say things like you're not missing much or things like that, but I was like, it's, it's enough to, this already is a, enough of a beat down for the two of y'all. It hurts. Maybe me. I shouldn't it hurts my pour soul. salt on it. Um, but extra credit, IMDB has the most ridiculous algorithm for deciding what are the top four credits of anybody in the movie business. And so these boys take some random shots, sometimes educated shots to try and find out who those top four are for every credit that they guess correctly. They get one point. If they get all four of the four IMDb credits, they get five points. They can get a total of 15 points in this game, but only need nine <coughs> to win because they have three actors that they do this for. Let's begin with Zach Efron. Greatest Showman has got to be up there, right? Yeah. Yep. Let's lock in Greatest Showman. <clears throat> yeah, let's do that. I need to hear it. Uh, greatest Showman, lock it in. Lock bing, it bing, in. bing, 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 bing. Yeah. Greatest Showman is the number one credit for Zach Efron. Okay. I feel... Doge, I feel like there is going to be some weird thing in there, man. It's There's going to be the one that's like Charlie incredibly, St. Cloud. Incredibly vile, shockingly, shockingly evil or whatever. Evil. Yeah, yeah. Incredibly in, close. In, extremely incredibly loud close. and incredibly shocking and vile or whatever. So what is that movie called? <clears throat> I think we nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> I think we uh, nailed incredi- it. Incredibly vile and shockingly evil is definitely in there. Or whatever, whatever that movie's that it's called. Sure, sure, sure. Now, Baywatch. I don't think? think. I don't think it. I don't think that is in there. By the way, I think we've done Zac Efron before. Have we? Maybe when we watched Greatest Showman. Yeah, uh-huh. maybe. I don't think Baywatch is in there. I don't think. I don't Incredibly either. shockingly loud and evil. I, I would. I would bet my entire annual podcasting salary on that one being in his top four. I certainly would not, but if you feel that strongly, we can lock it in. 
you don't know how big my salary isn't, so that might not be a very strong feeling. <laughs> right. You want to yeah, lock that let's one in? lock it in. Yeah, I want to lock it in. Okay, I'm trusting you. I, I want listeners at home to know that I'm trusting Doge here. Incredibly the vile, Ted, shockingly The Ted Bundy evil. movie, yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. Incredibly close. Lock it in. Lock bong, it in. Bong, bong. Bong, That's what I thought. <laughs> That's what I tried to tell Jordan this whole time. I was like, Dude. It's good to get at least two on this first actor. You think you have two musicals in there? I think High School Musical would be in there if it wasn't on IMDb. Um, I think High School <laughs> Musical 3 is going to be in there because that one was in... The movie Theater. It's true. You want you want to do that one? Yeah, High School Musical three. Sure. Lock it in. Lock it in. Bing 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 bing. Nice, nice, nice. Number two. Nice. Number two. High School Musical three. <clears throat> you got one more guess with this boy. If you can get one of these, you're in you're in great shape. Seventeen again. Did that one get big? Ooh. Because I feel like it's going to be one, that. one of his like comedies. I feel like. Mike and Dave need wedding dates was pretty big, but I don't know that it was as big as some of the other ones. I do think there's we room. Totally, we totally did Zac Efron because I remember the Mike and Dave need wedding dates controversy of late summer 2020 where we were like, <laughs> is that him or is that a Franco? No, it's him, I think. And uh, I feel like a Charlie St. Cloud could definitely be in there. I feel like that's a movie we would have overlooked last time. If only there was some way for us to remember even one thing we talk about on this podcast after we stop recording. I hit eject from my brain the second we turn yeah, off too. the microphones. Me too. Um, you lead the charge on this last one. Okay. Let me think. Let's think through this. Let's be smart about this. What? So obviously like his biggest things are going to be greatest showman in the high school music. As far as like things he's known, known for. It's yeah. going to be the high school musicals and greatest showman. I bet... A decom high school musical is not up there for Zach. No. And so do you think it's more likely? Because I doubt it's like a Baywatch. I really do. I, I feel like it could pretty easily be one of his big comedies. Yeah. My thought is is Mike and Dave <laughs> or 17 again. Or ba- Dirty Grandpa, Bad Grandpa. We've done this exact conversation. This is this. I'm telling you. So I, I would say it's either 17 again or Charlie St. Cloud it, randomly. Okay, I'm good with either one of those. You just tell me. Feels like maybe 17 against the safer bet. Yeah, 17 again. But lock it in. Oh, oh, unlock. <sighs> Ooh, something in my gut says it's not there. What? What are you locking in? Incredibly, you're going to lock in extremely vile again. Yeah, <laughs> extremely Weirdly. Wicked, incredibly vile. Weirdly and close. No, let's do okay. Doge, <clears throat> 17 again or Mike and Dave right now. Choose. Mike and Dave. Mike and Dave, lock it in. Mike and Dave, lock it in. Bong, bong. Okay. Yep. Number one, Greatest Showman. Yep. Number two, High School Musical 3. Number three, 17 again. Stupid. Yep. And number four, Hairspray. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's hairspray. Right. Big that one. also Big happened one. the last time we played. The big, oh, yeah. I don't care for Hairspray overly, and so I think I just don't think about it. Yeah. We've got two points here. We need... Seven more to win, meaning that you're going to need to get at least one of these remaining actors perfectly. Dude, who on earth are we going to choose? You have Vanessa Hudgens, Ashley Tisdale, Corbin Blue, one of my favorite French dishes. <laughs> Chicken Corbin Blue. <laughs> it's just a bunch of curly hair on the inside, though. It's not <laughs> your ham and cheese. You're just like, oh, 
Uh, we need to find two more actors. So you think we can get Katie Seagal? I think we can get Katie Seagal. I think we can get at least three. Okay. Katie Seagal of Smart House? Yeah. Yep. Okay. But Let's only... So let me preface this by saying Katie Seagal of Smart House only works if Smart House is in her top four. I think Katie Seagal of Smart House only works if the three movies that you're thinking of are three of the four movies she's ever done. Uh, two of them or are the not three, movies. The three things you're thinking of. Yeah, could but, be. Yeah, let's give her a shot. So it's going to be Smart House then. Yeah, Smart House first. Lock it in. Lock it in. Bong bong. Yeah, yep. fair enough. Okay, Sons of Anarchy, lock it in. Lock it in. Bing, 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 bing. Number four. Okay, now the movie with her, um, she plays, what's her face, Bundy, a famous show. Um, do, you want any, do you want any hints? None? No, when we win this, it has to be pure. The show uh, does, you got to help me here. It's uh, well, that's, you seem confident going into this. No, no, no. I know, I know for sure it's going to be in her top four. She's like famous for this. She plays, I think but it's you Peg, just don't know Peggy the name Bundy. of the show, right? I think it's Peggy Bundy. Um, I mean, hugely famous sitcom, hugely famous 90s sitcom. Um, and the uh, Al Bundy is the grandfather from Modern Family. I think with descriptors like that, I am fine for you to search those. Specific things. If you're not, if you're not searching her, okay, I'm fine for you to search okay. him to find out the name of a show because you've given enough. Sorry, the show is Married with Children. That's yeah, and we're gonna go ahead and lock that in. Lock it in. Bing, bing, bing. Number three. Now here's where we run into you a bit one more of guess. a snag. Nope, no, we don't because the third, the fourth one is Futurama, and I'm gonna lock that in as well. Okay, lock it in. Yep. Bing, 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 bing. Number one. Yeah, she's Taranga. Taranga Lila. She's like for 14 seasons was, was that character. What was her fourth thing? On Futurama. Uh, so number one, Futurama. Number two, Eight Simple Rules. Ah. She's, she's a big time TV lady. Uh, married with Children, number three. Sons of Anarchy, number four. Mm. Dude, she, I think she's a, actually a, a very talented actor, but she, dude, her voice she has a fantastic voiceover voice. Yep. Like really, Absolutely. really good. Absolutely. So who are we picking you, for this last one? We got to get them perfect, right? Yeah. Yep. You want to try and bring it home with Eric Von Detten? There is no way we get him perfect, but sure. Absolutely. Yeah, right. I want to. You're right. There is no way we get him perfect. But it, I mean, who literally who else would it be? Uh, Timothy Omenson and we just go psych luck of the Irish and then call it a day and then two psych movies I mean Ashley Tisdale we've she's probably got the sweet life of Zach and Cody so we could try her Vanessa Hudgens probably has every single Netflix Christmas movie <laughs> we could probably get close with Vanessa Hudgens I bet no closer than Eric Von Detten though maybe not let's do it let's do Eric let's do Eric hey we're not gonna do Raven Simone I, mean, Raven I Simone. don't think we could get Raven at all that's so Raven Cosby show What's her the new Raven? That's still that's still so Raven. Is that what it's called? Really? I have no idea. <laughs> Raven after all this time. <clears throat> Very much continuously Raven. <laughs> and and after all these years, I remain <laughs> Raven. Raven. <laughs> Raven. Raven all the same. I don't know why that voice was Morgan Freeman, but Quoth the Raven. Still me. Still me. <laughs> I'm still here. Let's do Eric Von Detten. It'll feel really yeah. good. Eric Von Detten. Uh, Much enjoying. 
this time. Let's bong That's bong crazy. right off the bat with Eric Von Detten because it's going to be Brink exclamation brink. point. Lock it, lock it, it absolutely lock right it in. in. Sorry, I mean Brink. Brink. Locking in Brink. For yeah. Eric Von Detten. For EVD. It's a bong bong. It's a bong bong. We, got five, we have five points right that now. That is honestly, hey, honestly, being very real. That's wild. That's absolutely outrageous. Toy Story. Yeah, it's going to be Toy Story. Lock it in. Lock it in. Bing, bing. Yeah. Number one. Uh, the Prince's Diaries. Lock it in. Mm, lock it in. Bing, 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 bing. Number three. I will give you another point if you can tell me his full name from that movie. From from the Princess the Prince Diaries. Diaries. Oh. Yeah. Just because it's Von Detten and that's Jordan's muse. If you'd asked him yesterday and yep. there was no point on the 100%, line, he could tell you. If, you. if you had just been like, hey, what's Eric Von Detten's character in the Princess or in the Princess Diaries? I would have pulled it out, no problem. But now that there's victory on the line. While you're mulling over that, we can go ahead and do your final guess, which would give you at that point eight points. Meaning that if you can guess the name of Eric Von Detten's character from the Princess, <laughs> Princess Diaries, I would give you an, another point there. Obviously, a, a extra credit win with a bit of an asterisk, but it was fun. Eight is impressive regardless. Is he in all any the other DCOMs? Um, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I was really counting on Brink being in there. Yeah, that's wild that it's not. <laughs> I know he's done voiceover stuff for other things. I just can't think of any right now. I'm really stuck on this character name thing. I can't, I could not name another Eric Von Detten movie. Yeah, I'm burning out, or I'm stalling out here. Um, he doesn't come back in any of the other Toy Stories as Sid, I don't believe. Mm-mm. His credit's going to be like Kingdom Hearts, archival footage of Sid, or like... Walt Disney's Extreme Skateboard Adventure, whatever that skating game was. Do you remember that? Dude, I want to say that he did voice somebody in Kingdom Hearts. I don't think it was Sid, but I want to say that he did voice somebody in Kingdom Hearts. Um, and it wouldn't surprise me if his, if his fourth credit is some sort of voiceover video game work yeah. or something like that. I'm I'm fine to put a Kingdom Heart in here. Just throw Kingdom Hearts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that feels right. Yeah. That feels good. Yeah. Bong, bong. Well, I didn't lock it in, so joke's on you. Joke's on me. Number one is Toy Story. Number two is So Weird. Oh my goodness. Oh, I wow. forgot about that. Number three is The Princess Bride. And number four, nope. he has several episodes credited for Days of Our Lives. Oh, interesting. Oh, wow. You know, with, with Xenon. She's on that too. No, General Hospital. There it is. Xenon is on. No, she's on Days of Our Lives. Hmm. I mean, I'll, I'll bet you yeah. about $1,000 she's on 1,277 episodes of General Hospital. <laughs> Eric's? She might also be on Days of Our Lives, but... Name in The Princess Bride, in The Princess Diaries, is Josh Bryant. Josh. Days of Our Lives yeah. is uh, Kirsten Storm's number one IMDb credit. Hmm. Well, she's on 1,200 and whatever episodes of <laughs> she's General, also Hospital. General Hospital. Yeah. 1,200 episodes. We're not... <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. Um, Eric Von Detten is 38 years old, right? Yeah. You would think still much of a career to be had, but his credits stop uh, about after the time he was 28 and did the Sid uh, reprise in Toy Story 3. 
Oh, I didn't realize and it so, had a speaking And role so now I'm seeing thing. he does have a TV series that's in post-production. But how can we get Eric back into the movie business to end this episode? I would love your name. And then I would also love what is going to be Eric's next big thing? Because he's already had his time. And we're talking like borderline A-list actor. <laughs> but but let's get him back. What is going to be this resurgence? Because the young man is 38 years old. I'll tell you what I we want. We just lost a legend at 90. We could get 62 more years of cinema from Eric Von Denton. I'm Carter. And you know what? Uh, the The Robert Pattinson... Much to my hopes, the Robert Pattinson Batman is going to do well. Mm -hmm. So well, in fact, that we're going to get several movies within that specific Batman franchise. And after you get to a point, you're like, okay, well, we were kind of leaning on Catwoman and Riddler and Penguin early. You know, maybe they're going to go out and get a Joker. Maybe they're going to go out and, and, you know, grow that villain uh, library there for that specific series. But they're also going to need that sidekick back. And even though he's 38. Yeah, yeah. We're going to get an Eric Von Denton Robin. It's good. And I'm yeah. pretty excited about it. I love that. It's really great. I'm Doge. Uh, and I they're actually going to be remastering Brink, but they're oh, going to use the likeness, of, you know, going to use the likeness of Eric Von Denton now as an older boy than he no. was back then. And it's going to be called Brink's Pro Skater 1 and 2. They're going to be <laughs> remastered. Coming exclusively to PS5. Do you really yes. throw a vanilla shake in Val's face? And he's going to be like, <laughs> chocolate because he's old <laughs> is the impression and like dust and flies come out of his mouth <laughs> like in the mummy uh i'm jordan and uh it's pretty simple actually uh princess diaries three mia's gonna head home back to new york and uh josh is gonna be there but he's gonna have a little bit of a beer belly and he's gonna be balding a little bit and he's just not doing too great and uh but he's still going to be the guy that like hangs out at all the local places. And uh, he's going to think he's hot stuff when Mia shows up. It's going to be a really great scene. I think Eric can really carry both the comedic and the emotional weight of that moment. Um, yep. But without his hair, he's nothing. So we'll see how that goes. We've, My, we've he, got a dog ear this part. This is going to happen. I really feel like this is going to happen. In Princess Diaries 3? Specifically? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think Brinks Pro Skater 1 and 2 are most likely. <laughs> <laughs> Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.